So I'm chatting to Tim Groot. Tim, you're, you're one of our kind of first alumni. I mean, I think I think you might have been like guest number 30 about five or six years ago. So it's lovely to have you back on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, David, it's amazing to be back. Um, Slightly different podcast. Later. Yeah. Def- definitely a different company, effectively. Like, still grip, but a different beast entirely. Yeah, curious who has changed more. Like, you know, tech talks or grip? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I think definitely grip. <laughs> I mean, look, we're here at the EU Startup Summit and grip with the company that are behind the networking app. So, obviously, it's gone well since we last spoke to you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We now do about a thousand uh, conferences and trade shows a year. So it's been really interesting uh, to, to you know, grow throughout the pandemic in, in virtual events. And now, of course, this uh, shift back to in-person has been interesting as well. Yeah. Uh, of course, like, you know, of course, everybody's kind of forgotten how to do in-person events, both from attendees knowing how to shake hands with someone, yeah. uh, as well as people in general, you know, how, how do you actually behave and how do you make them successful? So, yeah, it's been super interesting from that perspective. Your talk yesterday. It was, it was the opening fireside chat on the main stage. Um, you did talk a lot about that switch back to kind of physical events. How, for anyone who obviously is not here, hasn't had the benefit of hearing that conversation, what, what is your yeah. view on what's going on right now with regards to conferences and events? Yeah, so I think that what's going on regarding conferences and events. So, so during the pandemic, of course, we had this abrupt moment where all of a sudden everything went went virtual, right? And all the technology companies started building for virtual because that's the only thing that was possible. And now what we're seeing is that I, I believe in hybrid as a strategy rather than an event type. And what I mean with that is that I believe that the virtual component is great for, for content, like you know, podcasts or webinars or you know, really getting stuck into a subject and getting familiar with it but then that drives into the need for connection the need for belonging and the need for actually meeting people physically to really start strengthening the relationship that you have with the people that are also part of that community and so that's you know one of the really interesting things and and why i believe that in person is going to be even more important now like i said it yesterday one in five people experiences loneliness uh, it's a huge challenge for like you know mental health, which is of course today. And I think it's really interesting how in-person events can play a role in that, uh, especially now that we're all working remotely for a big part as well. One of the interesting trends I, I, I kind of picked on upon from the startup community, not necessarily here, but certainly at Web Summit in November, was a lot of companies using conferences as a way to meet up as a team because they've got yes. fragmented teams and yep. they were kind of going, look, we could get together in London, we could get an office space, but actually yep. it's really cool to come here because it's an experience for the team yep. and we get the benefit of being at the conference. Is that something you're seeing yourself? It's it's so funny that you say that. So I've actually been speaking to some organizers about it and I've said there is an opportunity here. There is a genuine opportunity here. Like start providing the day before the event almost like a team networking day mm. because this is a genuine challenge and like the, the thing for companies is right like flying people all over the world is you know it's bad for the environment it's really challenging it takes a lot of time and if people are having to travel to that event anyway it's a great way to you know get a couple of other people from your products and engineering teams to go to that event as well and and meet up there like for example today like right after this call we've got two uh, 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 developers based here in Spain one in Barcelona and one in uh, Mallorca um, and I'm meeting both of them for drinks afterwards we're gonna have a look around the event then we're gonna go for dinner right like it's 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 team building yeah. but you know would i have done that if i wasn't here at eu startup summit Pro- probably not so like events are becoming much more than about the people that you meet at that event but also the kind of collaboration with your teammates so how does an app 
help serve that community? How does it lift it from just being a more targeted kind of version, a streamlined version of something like LinkedIn, where you've got all the conference attendees on one platform and, oh yeah, you can filter through them, to being something that really brings a community to life? So, I mean, the company's called Grip for a reason. Uh, it's the grip of a handshake. So it's the beginning of the beginning, so to say. And that's one of the key things that I believe that we can do. Like LinkedIn doesn't necessarily help or facilitate discovery really well. Like, you know, of course you can do some filtering and so forth, but it doesn't provide that initial spark. And I think that the real value that we provide is to provide these initial handshakes, to provide that first interaction. I've got no problem at all if people, after they first met on Grip and, you know, had their first interaction here to take that conversation to LinkedIn or WhatsApp or Twitter or wherever. Like, we are here to make sure that the right people are meeting because what makes community is the number of nodes and kind of connections that you have within that group of people. It's the feeling of belonging that really kind of fosters community. And I think we can help accelerate that. When people start feeling part of a community, really what they say is like, I can identify myself with the people that are part of this group because I know some of them, I've interacted with some of them, and I feel that I have a relationship with these individuals. Like, it's the same as why people join companies or leave companies. They don't leave companies because they don't like the company. It's like people leave people, right? Like, and the same reason they join. They join because of people. You want to be part of what is this community stands for and, and what the people therefore stand for that are part of this community. We're all coming back out of lockdowns, out of restrictions in various different countries, masks slowly being dropped, kind of the ability for people to, to interact, to, to handshake. You know, a handshake in itself is, is something that people stopped doing. You know, it was all kind of bumping elbows and whatever else. But yeah, we, sure. we're getting back to a world that we were kind of familiar with. I think there's this groundswell of enthusiasm for events right now. What do you think events should learn and take forward to make sure that their event stays relevant, stays interesting to, to a community, and actually is something that people do want to come to and do feel that there's some value in, in, in turning up to? Yeah, so I think that organizers take a lot of things for granted, especially around the kind of return on time and return on investments. And I think that that's where organizers need to be a lot more deliberate, making sure that they're really facilitating that interaction between people and making that experience better, right? Like, I think that's a huge part of it. You can take two, three days out of somebody's calendar and facilitate that uh, and make sure that you know, you're kind of providing a real mix of experiences throughout that, but you have to be deliberate and really helping people you know, interact with each other. So I think that's really what organizers should learn from it in the in-person kind of side of things. I think what a lot of organizers thought is that they could just apply that logic, take it online and, you know, it would work in the same way, but it doesn't. Right? Like virtual is very different. So I think that the smart organizers are continuing with a webinar series or like some digital event series or, you know, for example, this week we had Playfair Capital that did a you know, founders, uh, female founders and investor uh, virtual meetup where they had 1,500 meetings in like three hours between, you know, startups and investors. So like there are a lot of interesting ways that you can continue facilitating conversations online. And I think you do need to create that backbone that you know whatever happens in the world, you're going to be relevant. And I think that that is an important learning that organizers should take away from this. Well, look, thank you for taking some time out to, to have a chat. I hope Appreciate that your it. meeting with the developers goes well. Thank you. Thank you.